According to Mike and Tony, is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. This is Mike Patty with thepeer.org, and you're listening to According to Mike and Tony. Oh my goodness, we made it back to the studio finally to do episode number seven zero, my friend seventy. We are back and at it again after a long ass break. Yeah. Like a month. Yeah, unintentional. Very sorry to the listeners if you've been looking for the new episodes. I've noticed a lot of people seem to have gone back and listened to old ones. Yeah. <laughs> I think in the absence of a new one. So we are grateful for that. Uh, we don't do this very often, but we do get, we are definitely getting some new listeners. So um, for those of you who don't know, I'm Tony Dollar. I'm a singer-songwriter based out of Denver, Colorado. I'm not a singer-songwriter like singer songwriter like I won a Grammy last week, but I'm out there hustling and bustling. As you know, we had a meeting today. Yep. Uh, sitting across from me, originally dubbed Funny Man Mike Pierce. <laughs> originally, I'm not funny anymore, I guess. Not anymore. Not funny You lost anymore. your edge, so we revoked but, uh, the title. Yeah, no, I'm just your regular guy. Both of us, man. I think that's kind of the point of our podcast. That's what we do every week. If you are a new listener, we just sit and we just uh, BS. We catch up on the news. We talk about life. Uh, And sometimes we just digress into terrible content. What was it we were talking about last week? Or not not last week, but on the last episode. There was something we were talking about and I was... It's some, it was something super personal for me. It was like some habit or something I was doing. I I'm not sure. See, it's been that long. It's I know, we don't long. even don't remember don't even what remember. we talked about. We did an episode? Yeah. Yeah, at one point we did. Um, but we're cramming it in, right? This week we're going to do two. So two, we'll yep. Keep it flying ahead. Dang. Thursday. Yeah, because we took such a break, though, dude, so much has happened in the world since the last time we did an episode. One of the big things I think we got to mention right off the bat is um god rest his soul prince has uh has left the building has yeah. left the planet passed away he partied like he was 1999 yeah. <laughs> were you a huge prince fan i liked a lot of his music yeah um i liked him because he was involved in everything in his music he played mm-hmm. every single instrument yeah like and he was like a ridiculous guitar player mm-hmm yeah. songwriter i always liked him too because he was just unafraid to be himself he was you know completely him actually after he died i you know because I, I i'm not gonna come off like i was some gigantic prince fan mm-hmm. my brother is by the way dom yeah. he's a huge prince fan <laughs> purple rain is like his favorite of all time uh but uh what i did respect about him was that he was just so unique and he was not scared to, to do whatever he wanted um but he was pretty different like did you know that he was uh jehovah's witness yep i didn't know that you yeah. knew that before he died no that was the fun facts remember those are oh. you read those in the fun facts again dollar remember all the novels no no i actually looked this up i didn't even know it was a fun fact i yeah. missed i somehow forgot that it was one of our it was in the fun facts when he did um pass away I did like did like 20 fun facts about prince oh right yeah um yeah devout too very like devout, devout yeah yeah i think he even had some views i heard somebody talking about he had some views on homosexuality and stuff which i thought was terribly like i don't know if it's ironic's the right word but it's just so crazy because he was so flamboyant yeah. you know and yeah. it danced around and heals his his whole career uh and i guess that messed his legs up too like his legs were pretty jacked by the end of his career did you I'm know sure that? and i'm sure dude yeah. this, this thing's really dancing in high heels yeah. every single night <laughs> yeah. like touring the country doing that yeah yeah, but uh, 
thank uh thankful for his art and everything he did contribute while he was here um but it was trippy to find out you know how devout of a i guess christian right jehovah's witness christian expose so <laughs> jesus is in there somewhere so. <laughs> so i guess so but yeah uh so that happened and that's like our listeners are like yeah it yeah. happened like yeah we four know that. weeks ago yeah <laughs> we already have his autopsy reports we know yeah Jeez. did that the autopsy report came back and it turned out it was like uh pain meds or it was something pain meds yeah because he was like mm-hmm. sick before and all that stuff and, yeah yeah well people were all speculating and totally freaking out because he was really clean living like, yeah he didn't i don't even think he did he even drink i don't think he even drank i know he didn't do drugs he was very outspoken about that or at least he claimed you know that he didn't yeah you know, so yeah he'll be missed uh but thankfully his music goes on forever and uh i guess sales are through the roof for him now for his yeah, estate sure. or whatever sure well, isn't he also like is he one of the ones that didn't put his stuff on Spotify? He did not allow it or I something like that, I thought. That's a good question. Or YouTube or something like that where he didn't allow his music on one of those or something. I could see that. He had a lot of strong convictions, so yeah. if he thought something didn't agree with you know what he believed, he definitely would have not put it up. Yeah. Well, he was supposed to be... Michael Jackson wanted him... He's like again, just to show how strong his convictions are and how he feels about things, Michael Jackson wanted him to be in the uh, Beat It song. Wanted it to be like a duet, dude. That's when Michael Jackson was gigantic. Yeah, he too. was gigantic, and so yeah. was I mean Prince at the time too. Was was pretty right, popular at that point in time. But that just goes to show that he was like, Nah, I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Do you know why he turned it down? I'm not sure. Damn, yeah. what a trip. But he was supposed to Michael Jackson wanted Prince to be in the the beat it video. They wanted the gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder. It makes me curious. I have to look that up. I was gonna bring a second computer today, by the way. Uh, but the kids have gotten a hold of this laptop and they did some kind of setting so that when I open up an internet browser, uh-huh. it like goes, it takes up more than the whole screen. So you can't X out of it or like minimize it or uh-huh. whatever. So I figured that'd be super distracting to the podcast. So I'm back to the <laughs> old phone. Thanks kids. My three kids. So beautiful. <laughs> hey, speaking of kids, man, I took, uh, I went on another field trip after, did Estes Park. Did we talk about that? We haven't had a podcast since then, huh? No, you're Estes Park one now. Okay, so I did. Uh, I went on the Estes Park trip, which we went up to the mountain. Actually, it wasn't Estes; it was Winter. I thought it was going to be Estes, but it was Winter Park. So that was a lot of fun. But what I was getting to was I did another field trip because uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. The next week, I went with Jilly to a Rockies game, yeah. and I saw you took your little one. Uh, was that yesterday? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I saw the comment that it was like I don't remember if it was you or Tiara put it. That does Tiara even have a Facebook? No. Okay, so it was you that put yeah. it. Yeah, she said something like she was cracked out on sugar the whole time. Yeah, right? she was like yeah. hopped up on sugar because she had like. Um, she had a ring pop. One of the one of the people that we at the games. One of the because I went with uh, my group Kaffa, and one of the people there had a ring pop and gave her a ring pop, and she's drinking a sprite, and wow. yeah, and she had like a hot dog and like all this stuff. She was pretty energized and charged. And then she kept on seeing um, cotton candy go by. Cotton oh, candy, right? She's never had cotton around. candy. She's never had it before. Wow. And she kept on seeing it go by, seeing it go by. And she goes, I want that. I want that. I want that. I was like, all right, well, I don't have cash, baby. I was like, you know, I don't have cash. And, you know, if I had cash, we can get you that. And so I was like, all right, you know. We were, I was like, all right, we'll get you one on the way out. And you can have it as a dessert, you know. It's so funny. This is like the exact conversation I had with my daughter when yeah. we were there. <laughs> it was like, you can have it as a dessert, okay. It was like, if, you know, if we find one, we can pay cash for it, have a dessert. And, you know, if you eat a really good dinner, then you can have that, okay. You can have a piece. And so the little girl right next to us, her dad bought her one. <laughs> yeah, of course. Dude, 
Calliope was mean mugging and just staring at this girl eating this cotton candy. She's like, got quite a mean mug. Like she, she was just like staring, <laughs> watching this girl eat eat the cotton candy, and you could tell the little girl was uncomfortable because <laughs> Calliope <laughs> was just looking at How her. How old is this little girl? Ish, like about like seven. Oh, that's eight. so funny. Yeah, and Calliope <laughs> was just like dead staring, like you have what I want. I want that. And I was like, baby, what are you doing? No staring. And she was like, I want that. I was like, <laughs> just uh, flat out kids are so okay. And so yeah, when we were leaving the, you know, we, we finally, we, like, we were leaving the game. We left pretty early because, you know, she's you know, two and a half years old. She can right, sit through right, a whole right, right. game. We left like a seventh inning stretch. And we're walking Dude, out. Dude, this is so weird. That's like when we left. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were walking out. And every place that had like the cotton candy was cash only. Yep. Like cash only, yep. cash only. Like, fuck, Same with the dip and dots. Like, yep. Same because yep. that's where they, most of them are. I was like, fuck, dude. It's like, God damn it. And I was like, looking around, looking around, walking around, looking around. I was like, oh my God. And she was like upset. I was like, okay, but you know what? Let's get you some ice cream, you know, if you eat good and this and that. And she was like, oh, I, got, I want that. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And she was like getting upset to, like, to the point of like crying. I was like, oh, my God, I did say you could have it. And I felt really yeah, bad. Yeah, I hate that. And I was too. like, ah, I went to an ATM. Yep. To cash I, out. I did the same thing. <laughs> got cotton candy for her. Guess what? She tried cotton candy. She never had it before. Didn't like it. Didn't like the ah, cotton candy, dude. That's too funny. <laughs> oh, man. Kids are funny like that. That's so weird how parallel your trip was to mine. Um, on the topic of food, I was debating whether or not I was even going to bring it up today on the podcast because I think, like, when I've told family members about this, they've been, it's, comes across as pretty controversial i guess or debatable or whatever people just think it's a bunch of hogwash but are you gonna eat humans all my time all my timers are gone man i took yeah. remember i had all my timers for eating because yeah. i was doing the colorado diet and the whole thing and uh -huh. but what i didn't mention is before the colorado diet i did billions of other diets i've been dieting since my son was born you know <laughs> 11 almost 11 years ago and so i found this book called intuitive eating uh -huh. And it's basically the concept is that dieting is the problem. And there's like all these studies and like the more you diet, the more overweight you are basically. And huh. you go through these periods and it, it, there's a lot to it and a lot to explain. Please, if anybody, you know, has opinions on this, email us at Mike and Tony show at show at, 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 at gmail.com. Uh, definitely weigh in and comment because I doubt about this. Cause so, so here's the idea. I guess I should kind of give a brief description. The idea is no more dieting. Like you just stop with like restriction of food in general. And then you go to this period where you have to just kind of start, stop thinking of food as good and bad. And so for me, I got rid of all my scales in the house. I stopped weighing myself. And then I stopped looking at food labels. And for the, and I just, and the idea is just eat whatever you want and start paying attention to your body. So like at first you kind of log it but uh -huh. you're not supposed to use like a fitness pal or anything like that because it gives you no calories and fat and you can decide, oh, this is good or this is bad. And the idea is stop all that. You've been doing that for too many years. This food's good. This food's bad. Okay. And, and a lot of this does apply to dieters, like obviously professional fighters, athletes, stuff like that. They're going to yeah. do diets because they're trying to get maximum performance. Um, and so you log your food, but all you log about your food is you just write down what you ate and you don't have to be specific, like, you know, sandwich, you know, whatever. No. But then you put uh, how hungry you were before and how hungry you were after and it's a scale of negative 10 to positive 10 so like negative 10 is like you're famished positive 10 obviously you're like on the couch can't yeah. move like ate way too much so each time i'd ate ate i had to just write that down but at first it was like you don't just don't restrict yourself at all so i i mean i went nuts the first yeah. few days but i realized that the reason i go nuts on certain things is because they're always restricted and i never eat more 
than like if I decide, let's say I decide on a Wednesday, uh-huh. dude, I got to do something about my weight. I'm going to go on a diet on Monday. And what I typically do is I'll Gorge. eat total shit from yeah. that day until the night before. And the night before is always the worst because I know all that stuff's going away tomorrow. So I just go totally crazy. And that's so much of what most dieters do. And you go through this cycle and, yeah. you know, you, cause you remember the Colorado diet, dude, I lost 30 pounds yeah. and then gained back 30 pounds. So it's like, <laughs> and then I, when I was reading the book, I was looking back on my life going, damn, every single diet I've done. That's what I've done. You uh-huh. lose it, and then you gain it, and then you lose it, and you can't go through the super cycle. So I just started logging my food, and what happens over time is you start to get more, in, for me anyway, and that's how they describe it, you get more in touch with your actual hunger because you're writing it down. So like, And there were times where I'm like, on a scale of negative 10 to 10, I'm like a positive three right now, but I'm still going to eat the Snicker bar because yeah. I just feel like eating it. Uh-huh. And so I've been doing that, but I've noticed that like I've cut way down on all the crap that's always been my problem. Carl's Jr., you know, junk food, that, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. By the way, the idea in the book is you don't use junk food anymore. You call it play food because okay. it doesn't have a negative kind. It just has no nutritional value, but it still can be satiating. You know, you can enjoy it or whatever. So since I've been doing it, I don't even know. I don't know if I've lost weight. I'm not paying attention anymore. I got rid of all my scales, <laughs> but it's been great. But where it really gets controversial, is there's this whole chapter on kids uh-huh. on like the best approach with kids and this is all it's got scientific backing and stuff people can google intuitive eating and, and look this stuff up there's research out there on how effective it is um, but the idea is that kids you let them eat whatever they want whenever they want yeah and you just make sure your house is stocked with plenty of healthy food. You ask them, what what kind of play foods do you like? Yeah. Junk food or whatever. <laughs> play foods. I'm totally yeah. indoctrinated, just so you know. <laughs> uh, you know, whatever play food you want. And we get them. Like, I ask my kids, you know, what is not in the house that you've always kind of wanted that I always say no? And they said, ice cream and Takis. You know ta- what Takis are? Are those jelly things? Rot gut chips is what they are. Oh. They're like these super spicy, like dark red chips. Oh, are, I know what you're talking about. They're like in a purple bag or something yes. like that. Yep. Well, at my kids' school, they're obsessed with them. All the kids eat them all the time. Yeah. It's like the best thing in the world of those kids. So I went and got a bag of those, and I got some ice cream, and they were just in shock because, you know me, I'm OCD. I've yeah. always restricted everything <laughs> like crazy. If it's not time to eat, don't eat. and yeah. you know, Don't eat this, eat that, all that kind of stuff. And as soon as I let go, like the first day, Two days, Jaden went berserk. I mean, he just ate tons, nothing but junk food, and he was sick. He made himself sick over it and everything. And I just kept going back to my book, dude, because it was so hard to not like do something, like step in and be like, "Dude, stop it! What yeah. are you doing? You can't eat the whole bag of Takis. You're gonna throw up." So, but I, I toughed it out and it's been a few weeks now and watching the kid's behavior change dude he's slimming up jay's slimming up and he's just like eating whatever he wants but the funny thing is is when you let them have whatever they want whenever they want sometimes they go for the salad sometimes they grab an apple sometimes they grab other stuff and the only reason they were always going for the junk food is because i was restricting it so so people write in because i told my dad about this about what i was it's almost like behaviors in general though like when you're That's restricted true. in things, yeah, you know, yeah. when you're growing up, you know, you're like, you know, if you had restricted parents, you can't go out or do totally. this or this and that. Then when you have that ability to do it, then you go fucking crazy. Isn't that funny? You're doing drugs and you're doing like all that shit. You know what my dad said though? He's so old school. Huh. I told him about the kids thing. I said, it's, I, I think I'm going to do it too. First of all, we're sitting in the hot tub and he like, not the hot tub, that sounds terrible. We were at the <laughs> gym in the, in the sauna or whatever. Yeah. And we're sitting there and he, uh, I, finished telling him about it and then he looks over at me and he like looks well, i have no shirt on he's like he looks me up and now he goes we'll see if it works and i told him i said man it already worked because i'm happy i didn't yeah. realize how unhappy i was making myself my whole life restricting myself but then i told him about the kids and the first thing he, said, he goes that's bullshit <laughs> <laughs> can't just eat whatever they want what if they're supposed to be in bed and i said okay well there's a couple of things that go with it 
if you're if it's bedtime, obviously you're not eating. So yeah. and if, the same with if you're getting ready for school or if you're doing a chore, or whatever, you're not eating. The other thing is I am not a short order cook. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, you want this now? Okay, let me drop everything and make you this. No, no, I'll make, we'll make dinner. We'll make sure there's something everybody likes. Yep. We'll have some sweet stuff, some healthy stuff, whatever. And you guys just eat what you want. Eat till you get your fill and that's that. So, yeah, yeah, that's my, uh, it's my new thing, man. It's, I've been so happy because I finally let go. I didn't realize how much I was stressing over my weight. I was so like yeah. unhappy about it. And now I'm like, I eat whatever the hell I want. I'm feeling good good for you yeah and i'm getting on the mic bandwagon i've been going to the gym every day yeah 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 (laughs) been doing that that helps too that's just like a mental thing just to get the stress out yeah whatever i saw your post today by the way yeah about the uh (laughs) asking if you should take the beard off because you're getting close to the weight goal which was the original not close but pretty close 245 15 pounds or something right that's not bad (laughs) that's not a lot yeah Um, that's what i was saying like my thing was the same thing too i did like try to do a diet or something and I did that Joe Rogan shake forever and then <laughs> the kale shake yeah, I remember that the kale that shake so chewing on my shake. and then uh, you know different things like doing the MyFitnessPal and like watching carbs and stuff like that right so I got all scared I told that story on the podcast here before like my dad got like the pre-diabetes thing and then my boss got actual diabetes and I was just right. like oh my god I gotta watch my carb intake I'm a big guy and, uh, and my wife was like you're a big guy, not a fat guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just built big, you're not a fat guy. Well, it didn't guy. help you had that stupid scare. Was it? Uh, yeah, the test. Who, what's the, com- who's the medical company? What? Kaiser. Kaiser. Right, right. Uh, they jacked up and told you that, they gave you a high reading. High yeah, day. it looks like you're pre-diabetic just slightly. Yeah. And then sent out a thing in the mail later saying, actually, the that was. a little high. Tests you might running. want to come back in. <laughs> yeah. Fucking assholes, dude. You're losing sleep no, in the meantime. but mine was, my thing's been doing that too. I, I. Whatever I want. Hey, whatever Dude, that's I want. Cool. And I've just been like, and my thing is like at the gym, that's what I put in that post too. At the gym, I'm just like, my thing right now is just like the thrill of getting stronger yeah, and stronger that. and stronger. Yes. That's what I always do. I'm like, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do like, I use pre-workout. You know, I do pre-workout and I hit things like today. Like, but today I didn't use any pre-workout just to see how much of it is me. I'm pretty up there. I mean, I can get the, you know, I'm still doing the, the 285. So was there the still a, so, but there was a difference between using pre-workout and not, there's probably other factors yeah. there too. You might've just been having a long day or yeah. you just so. didn't get enough sleep or whatever too. So that's yeah, cool though. So now, yeah. I've been just really, what I've been doing and keeping it regular is just using that uh, osteotriflex, keep my joints, mm-hmm. keep my joints Wait, good. What, what is that? Just, osteotriflex? Yeah. It's just a pill. Oh, it's a pill. I'm picturing yeah. like a machine. No. I'm like putting your elbows in things. No, it's just a, a pill. Keep my joints good because I'm old. And then uh, mm-hmm. my daily vitamins and then my pre-workout and my proteins. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But, yeah, like I said, I've just been um, just been hitting the weights, hitting yeah. the gym. And well, and like you stronger. mentioned, I mean, when you're right. When you're getting stronger, you're obviously adding muscle. You're going to get heavier. Muscle's heavier than fat anyway. Yeah. So Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And actually, uh, it was funny because I don't, you know, as you go to the gym and stuff like that, like, I think I've I think I've been on your whole diet plan this whole time because I don't notice things. Like I don't know if I'm like getting bigger or if I'm like slimming down or anything like that. But there was a guy recently that we met from uh that I saw from our old, old, old school, Jones. Oh yeah. Back and, in uh, the day. Yeah. And uh it was Hal, the the facilities guy. And he saw me and everything like that. He was like, Is that is that Mike Pierce? I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, Hal, what's going on? He's like Whoa. Yeah, you lost weight. He's like he's like, You got Oh big. 
Yeah. Well, in a different way though, because I was actually I think I don't know if it was Facebook. I was looking at some old pictures of yours. You look your face looks different. I don't know, maybe the beard's helping with that too. I don't know. Could be, but it seems to be. But you never you haven't restricted yourself at all. No. Yeah. See? <laughs> see, and I would have totally like been like non judgmental of anybody else doing that. But I would have been like, oh, not for me, man. I got to focus. Yeah. And it's like you don't realize you're just going through a dumb cycle. Because I like thought about things like, like, yeah, it'd be nice to get slimmed down and stuff like that. But I like this, like, the, I like the, I was pushing myself in a different direction. I was pushing instead of pushing to lose weight, just pushing to see how much I can do. Like, I got that whole, like, Stan when he was on our show. Yeah. You know, strong man. Professional yeah, strong He doesn't man. restrict anything that he eats. He just mm -hmm. eats and eats and eats and lifts and lifts and lifts. And I was like, I want to see how strong I can get. Obviously, I'm not going to be, I don't want to be a strong man. I don't want to get yeah, like you know, that. You don't get time for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. And I think there's something to be said just for, it's sort of the same concept. I mean, your focus was, you know, built in increasing your strength or whatever, but that's sort of the, what this is too. It's that idea of taking the focus off of the food. Cause what I, it does is it ruins your relationship with food. Like food's to be enjoyed, man. It's nice yeah. to go out to eat with your oh, friends yeah. sometimes and enjoy some real tasty food. And sometimes it's just great to just enjoy some food that just is terrible. It's terrible for your body, but it tastes good. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and so, uh, it's, a uh, Dude, I've never been happier. I never really talked much about how much I stressed over my my weight, but I did. I've been stressing for a full decade over it. <laughs> so it's it's nice to just like let it go and just be like, damn, there's so many other things I can focus my energy and my attention on. Yeah, now, you know. Yeah, so good stuff. I don't know because like right now, and in three weeks, I'm like yeah. 114 pounds new, yeah. heavier. <laughs> yeah. I got this new diet, Mike. It's eat whatever you want diet. Yeah, I got to buy new time. pants. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's kind of funny like to be on two ends of the spectrum because before I was like cross country guy and real skinny and running all the time. You know, it was like what six three, uh, maybe uh, maybe one hundred eighty pounds of wet. Yeah, at so one point wet. in time, yep. and then now I'm you know obviously I haven't shrunk, but you know I'm two forty five now. It's like different, and I, I can honestly say, like I feel, you know, it's it's it sounds dumb, but I feel stronger. And healthier than I did. Why does that sound dumb? That doesn't sound dumb at all. Yeah. We've talked, because people change in their life, and that's a real common trend you do see. You see people go from like super skinny, but we've talked about it. You get older, you do get man strength. I mean, there's no way I could do Dad with strength. weights what I did when I was 16. We've talked <laughs> about it. I couldn't lift anything back then. No, that makes a lot of sense, man. And I think uh, mental health, there's something to be said for that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were saying too, like um, working out going to the gym regularly and stuff like that builds your testosterone but there's mm. people out there that use like testosterone aids and like and like right to to supplement testosterone to get more testosterone but like Test trt right yeah. testosterone replacement yeah, therapy is a thing too what they've been doing is like what they find out is like once you stop doing that you like, can't like, manufacture you can't manufacture oh. like your levels and stuff like that and like your dick stops working and shit oh like that oh my god yeah yeah, that's bad news. Yeah. <laughs> that's bad news. It's funny how it, it was always like that, you know? It always just goes right to the genitals. <laughs> yeah. always like Right? <laughs> Everything. Everything. Like like Franz said before, uh, when we were talking about bodybuilding, you know, you need a certain amount of body fat in order mm -hmm. for your dick to work right, too. And it's so it's true, like a, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's like both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> that's why you know people who are super dedicated, they're willing to go through that. Because I'd say 99% of dudes, as soon as you tell them, yeah, yeah, your dick's not going to work. It's yeah. like, I'm done with it. <laughs> Moving on with my life. But I'm ripped. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Crazy. 
Yeah. Because Joe Rogan even said that on the thing, like the, the, the whole testosterone. He was saying that once you're on those things and you've you've gotten to a certain point that there's no going back because shit don't work right. Well, right. Well, what happens is you just start messing with your body's ability to make stuff because yeah. your body recognizes, whoa, there's this excess of whatever that you're putting in your body that usually you make naturally, but you make it in certain amounts and whether it's because you're having trouble with it or you just want boosted performance, either way, you're pumping stuff in your body, your body recognizes, oh, there's too much of this, and it changes stuff. It's the same concept of what happens with like blood sugar and diabetes, like we were talking about. Yep. Is like you mess with it by putting so much sugar in talking about I think it's type two we're talking about, where it's lifestyle induced or whatever. Yep. Some people are just born with that, which feel terrible for type those one. people. That's type one. Yeah. 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 And so you put so much sugar into your bloodstream constantly that your body sees it there and it just jacks with your ability to process that stuff and so then you know the rest of your life you have to manage it and that's a, a road once you go down you can't get off too usually no, right no i don't cure. think no cure yeah like what two. i mean like even if you get your lifestyle healthy and all that kind of stuff a lot of times does it still i don't even know i want to look that up to manage it and right like because that, yeah. it's the insulin production that yep. becomes the problem and then whether you're eating healthy or not your body's still that ability to, pr to produce that stuff is messed up yeah so. it was like my dad was telling me like on his thing that he does, he has to keep his carbs down to like, like something like sixty grams a day. Like ridiculous. Sounds like not very much. Not very much. He was like talking like a tortilla, dude. Would like put him, put him close to to the amount of sixty carbs. One tortilla. I was like, damn. Dang. What does yeah, he eat? Dude. Like a ton of protein and stuff like that, or? Uh, well, yeah, it's just or just carb friendly stuff and. and oh yeah, because they make don't. a lot of stuff now, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, but he was, my dad was saying that he was the same thing. He ate a lot of sugars. Like, you'd eat, like, three bowls of cereal before going to bed at night and, you know, just stuff like that. What's funny, my dad, Mo, he's always done stuff like that. Yeah. Never had a sugar problem. Never had anything. It's weird. It's that brown blood. Dude, he would put so much sugar on his cornflakes back <laughs> in the day. He doesn't really do it anymore. He's, he's actually gotten a lot healthier himself. He takes care of himself a lot better now. But I commented on his meal choices the other day dude he loves posting that he's eating chinese food for breakfast for breakfast and then he was like <laughs> then he has like spaghetti <clears throat> spaghetti for for lunch i think he's half filipino or something and i was like <laughs> well it's funny because like then i commented on his things i was like gosh look at this carb induced day i was like did you blend up a piece of toast and drink that as well <laughs> so, you imagine he's like crashed out yeah. by like noon <laughs> just can't even move now he's put so much sugar like you could see it, you know, like that gray. Like you'd take the spoon out at the end, and it's got like granular at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> and then he would drink it. Oh, God. yeah. Now he's changed a lot, though. He's eating, doing pretty healthy and stuff these days. But yeah, so um, you've been following the election stuff. What's going on with the uh, all these campaigns? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, since the time that we stopped, a lot has changed. Trump is obviously people have dropped out. Yeah, Trump is the Trump <laughs> is the Republican yeah. dude now. Yep, yep, he's the guy. Can and you then people that? are Cruz is backing him. Well, I was like, going to say I was listening like... to uh, Rachel Maddow and she was talking about it and saying how you know a lot of people are saying, well, there's a lot of Republicans that are not getting behind Trump, and so they started digging into it and they're like, it's just not true. Yeah. Like they had a hard time finding. Uh, and like Republicans in Congress and stuff like that that actually were flat out saying no to Trump. There's like, I think there was five between yeah. the Senate and the House of Representatives. <laughs> it's like, dang, they really fully embrace this dude. Yeah. Well, that's what it was like when, you know, talking to my, 
talking to my dad because he's he's he was super conservative at a point, but like he's like leaned off of it. He says, but like that's what he says. The culture is in you know the Republican, the GOP, and stuff like that. It's just um, they go with it. Whoever it is that's loyal, they're loyal to their party. It's like you know, it's it's Trump. Just, yeah, it's just so weird. It's yeah. so weird too that. Like, you know, the getting him because Republican support's always been like the evangelical Christians and stuff yeah. like that. And like at the beginning, it seemed like there were some outspoken people, you know, in that that cohort or whatever that yeah. were against him. But everybody's on board now. They're all <laughs> getting like, on Fuck board. Fuck yeah. I guess he's going to be the, the candidate. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is there's this real hate for Hillary Clinton. There's like a lot of people that yeah. really, really, really hate her. And she sort of emerged as the front runner for the Democrats now. I mean, yeah, well. I mean, and still mathematically, though, Possible. he's won yep. He's won eight of the last nine primaries. Bernie dude. Sanders, yeah. yeah. But the only shitty part is, is again, how we talked about the superdelegates. It's just the superdelegates that are, Isn't that have so all the stupid? power. Yeah, that, that's, that is kind of stupid. It's just, they have all the power. Like, you can win a, a state, but then a superdelegate comes in and they count that. And it's like, nope. That makes it so hard to argue with people that are like, I don't vote, you know, because it doesn't mean anything. It's like, well, it's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. You, it might, (laughs) you might get like, they might go the way you voted based on enough of you voting that way, or they might still just not, you know, it's their prerogative, which is insanity. Yeah. Yeah. That's really crazy. Did you hear Trump? his new thing because he's always he, he, he amazes me with the crazy shit he says and that and the and what's even crazier is the people getting behind it but like do you hear the thing about he's been saying over and over about women now that the only thing hillary's got going for is that the woman card yeah and what works in our favor is you know none of the women no women actually like her so it's all good but <clears throat> he's saying stuff like that where it's like you know like i heard on on an npr politics podcast where i guess these guys did the study where they it was like a normal political poll where they sent out and it's got a, <clears throat> sorry i'm full of phlegm today i don't know what happened drinking a gallon of milk before i got here or something <laughs> um but they sent out those poll questions where it just asks you know people a bunch of general questions about who they're going to vote for and uh-huh. elections and stuff like that but just as a like a study they added this extra question that basically said uh the number of women that make more money than the man in the house is increasing dramatically um how about your household and then they didn't pay any attention to the answers, but what they had studied is this: the they took a smaller group of those people beforehand and asked them, and dude, it was crazy. There was like a 20% shift just from them putting that question on there and people thinking, oh yeah, a lot of women make more money. There was a 20% shift between people who had previously said they would vote for Hillary Clinton. Then they after seeing that, there was a noticeable difference that 20% more were going to vote for Trump Trump now. They switched. Uh-huh. That's insanity. Did I, I explain that really huh. shitty? Did that make sense? Yeah, no, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, really, really crazy how mm. it to me it's like it just sort of sort of shows how you can use those sort of like fears. Like he seems to really capitalize on fear and hatred, man. It's like this dude's straight out of the Bible. He's like the the false leader that Revelations talks about coming. Like yeah. I can totally see it being Donald Trump. Like millions of people are getting behind this guy and you know, worshiping him. He, meanwhile, he's like is everything he does is based on fear and hate. And it's like, yeah, be afraid of these guys. But by the way, he, there's been a real absence of the talk about the wall. And he gave some speech on. And, and he's like recanted some of the Muslim things where yeah, it's like going to be yeah. restricted. Right. Not, in that yeah. speech when he was talking about like his international policy and, you know, the foreign policy and what they were going to be doing and stuff. And it was like, he really didn't hear that same talk about a wall or like all the nope. Muslims out. Or, yep. He said something along, somebody asked him and he said something like, yeah, I still back it, but you're like, 
you back it. It was your idea. What do you mean you back it? Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm not going to actually do anything with it, but uh, I do support that idea still. Slowly. I think I think that's what's going to We'll see him get softer and softer Oh yeah. as it gets closer to, to be the time. And the votes count. <clears throat> that's when it'll happen. I don't see him slowing down on spewing hatred at Clinton, though. No. I feel like that's sort of going to be one of his strategies to winning you know because there's a lot of angry white dudes out there <laughs> it's just the truth yeah no it's, yeah and again he's capitalizing on that he's capitalizing on on that anger you know on those on people who are are so frustrated so if you disagree with the opinions of tony Dollar, <laughs> send us an email mike and tony show at gmail.com yeah. yeah no it's uh but i also read somewhere it was like crazy like how they were saying that there might have like some like late candidates like drop in what? as like independents or something like that. Like even like the name Biden jumped Really? In. Yeah, it was like Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> He's so, pretty cool. I don't mind yeah. him. Well there were you know, the whole thing about Hillary, you know, everyone thought at first, you know, that if she gets in, indicted on the whole right. Benghazi thing, obviously right, she right, can't right. be presidential because it'd be a felony. Because it's you can't be yeah that's a scary prospect for Democrats right yeah, you can't be <laughs> all of a sudden Clinton's out of the picture like, yeah and then who do you got you got Biden versus Trump yeah coming yeah. in late hey Bernie you wanna yeah oh, back? man I wish Bernie I that's who I really want like I I really relate well out of everybody yeah definitely <laughs> definitely man like all these other people they're all so shady and they had a, a funny he was on uh, uh, Colbert his uh, show. And who, was, who Bernie Sanders was? Yeah. Oh, cool. And he did like a little skit or like Colbert had his like his little um he was at a vending machine, he put his money in and he was like it got stuck and like Bernie Sanders came in and they were like talking about it and they were like, Here, let's let me help you with that and he like put it down. He's like, See, with just enough teamwork, you know, we can get things done and accomplished together. <laughs> you know, he's like yeah, talking yeah. about that and everything and then like Colbert's like has the uh, candy bar and he goes, Thanks, Bernie. He goes now what we should do is that we should actually share the candy bar together. I knew now. that was good. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, "Nah." Oh my god! Everyone's a f- again, the socialism. What's yours is mine, and blah blah blah. Yeah, people get so extreme. They just, they're scared of it, you know, yeah. and they're scared of like anything in that direction. And then it becomes plus all the stuff that happens in the media, all the propaganda and crap yeah. that just scare the piss out of people. It's I don't like, think people understand that this socialism doesn't mean like. I make a certain amount that a millionaire makes his millions and I'm going to also make a millions or the millionaire is going to drop down to what I make. No, that's not. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. No, people, they picture, they're picturing some like dictatorship, you know, <laughs> like somebody takes over and it's like, give your stuff to us. Everyone will have identical houses. Everything yes. will be identical. <laughs> your haircuts all must be the same as well. You know, hail Kaiser or <laughs> whatever, you know, yeah, it's dude. just not what it is. Um, kind of, calling back a little bit to the scared white men or, or not scared i said uh, angry white men. yeah um do you say with george you remember george zimmerman obviously the yeah the, the, the one who shot trayvon martin happy mother's day or something like that i don't know he i'm sure he's done plenty of crazies of the one i'm talking about though is that he's he was uh auctioning off his the nine millimeter meter pistol that he killed trayvon martin with what? auctioned it online they it didn't was, keep that like as like no, they gave it back. They took it. Uh, they did take it. They had it. The is it? I don't know who who had it. Yeah, whoever the government ETF or whatever. Yeah, whoever they had it, but they gave it back to him after the trial was over, and he was you know off the hook and all that. Uh huh. So they gave it back. So he tried doing it. He did it through gunbroker.com, 
and uh, they removed it. <laughs> and then we're basically like, nah, we don't want to yeah, do this. Yeah, and apparently yeah. he found like a second place and then they took it off. And so then he was like looking for another. I don't know what ended up happening. But the starting price he was starting the bidding at was uh, 5Gs. <clears throat> really That's sick, is. man. That makes me nauseous to my stomach. Yeah. Like the way it all went down, the fact that he didn't even get in trouble and that this Yahoo, this jackass, I mean, he's been in trouble multiple times. Remember he got into a confrontation, whipped out a gun on yeah. a, in a, at a traffic incident or something? The same person, back. right? Twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Like just, this dude, he's, it's just a loose cannon. It's a matter of time before he kills somebody. Remember we said that. And then here he is, he's just like flaunting it out. To, can you? I was trying to imagine being in Trayvon Martin's family. Yeah. And like this guy, not only is he out here just doing all this, he got away with it. And now he's like, yeah, I'm going to auction the gun I killed this dude with. You know, yeah. it's like, jeez, man, it's insane. There's people that would buy it though, for sure. Yeah. Right? That's the scariest oh, that's, part. Yeah, dude. There's somebody going, five grand. Oh, shit, that's I'll do 10. That's a deal. I'll start it with 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and then I thought I read somewhere that he like tweeted to Trayvon Martin's mother, Happy Mother's Day. That was all he said? Something like that. Jeez. He said, like, it's the least that I could do or something like that, he said. What? By tweeting her. Why would you even? He's just, like, stirring the pot. This dude likes attention. He likes attention. Yeah. He's the, it's, like a, it's like a reality TV star. They like that the, stuff. Well, know? he's the angry white dude darling. I mean, right? I mean, he's the, he got away with murder, literally. Got away with murder. He got publicity out of it. He got money out of it. He got all kinds of good stuff out of it. Yeah. Not to mention, just got to carry on with his life after he killed a kid. And yeah, it's insane, man. I really don't know. Um, changing everything drastically, just because I don't want to forget to do it. Um, we had a meeting today, right? We were talking with the uh, FarmCAD guys. Yeah, it's gonna be a very busy summer. And got a lot of dates coming up. FarmCAD is this really cool, uh, like, market that happens here. We record at the RimCAD Studios in Lakewood, Colorado. You can hear that little drop there at the beginning. Um, and we've had a good relationship with RimCAD for quite a while now. And uh, last year we did FarmCAD. Was, did we do it two years or was it just last year? That's huh? last year. the first year, yep. Yep, yep. And I performed at it and uh, we did our podcast. And uh, we're stepping it up. We're going to actually uh, MC all four shows. Yeah. And we're going to record them, too. So in addition to our normal weekly podcasts... Um, we'll also have uh, an extended one for you guys where we'll have some musical performances and, and all that kinds of stuff. So, so you can, here's some of that Colorado music. Correct. You know, special episodes. So you look for those in your feed. They'll be coming up. But the dates for the actual FarmCat, especially if you are in, in Colorado or the metro area. Yeah, you need to come down. Yeah, this first one's going to be on June 18th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, at uh, right here at Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design. It's going to be tons of art, artists and craftsmen, uh, all kinds of cool stuff yeah. that you can food, buy, entertainment. Vendors, yep, food, yep, entertainment. Tons of music. Have area for the kids. Uh-huh. Like what they've had, what jumpy castles? Jumpy they've had castles. art interactions, you know, interactive stuff that mm-hmm. you can do, and yeah, no, it's and yeah. it's this third Saturday of every month, and you can come out and meet Mike and Tony. Yeah, so yeah, we'll be there, and I'll be playing too. Actually, I'll be, yeah, be one of the uh, musicians playing. So, but uh, just mark your calendars if you are in the area: June eighteenth, July sixteenth, August twentieth, and September seventeenth. We'll probably continue to plug those uh yeah as as they get closer and the august 20th one is a special one because that's the one that's um in collaboration with the west colfax mural fest right 
Yeah, so, what's a, I don't know much about that. So they do like big giant murals, Ooh. like yeah, d- down West Colfax and stuff like that. Cool. So you'll be able to see it, like all the artists. And that'll and, be going on at the same time, and it's like right here by here. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, so that's what the extended time will be. I think it'll be like the regular farm cad from the 10 to 2, and then after that it'll be like the, you know, the um, 2 to 7 deal with the West Colfax Mural Fest. So it'll be same time, same thing, and cross, cool. cross, kind of events at the same time yeah like we always talk about community man working together yeah yeah doing stuff but yeah together. coming down it's family friendly mm-hmm. there's even booze they have booze that'll yep. be available for sales too so yeah and you can come down i think they are trying to get some crafts beer who craft beers down here so i saw some there's some big festival happening soon it's like a sort of a nod to craft beer in general yeah those are gonna be cool i'm looking forward to those so again the next one that is coming up june 18th that's the first one so hopefully we'll see you guys out come on out and say hey i will be hanging out too uh plug a couple of my shows too for any local listeners out here in colorado uh, i'll be playing in lafayette colorado it's a real small place but uh great crowds great stuff i'll keep this brief so miller's i'll be playing on may 21st and may 28th that's in lafayette colorado um in lakewood I will be playing at the uh, Lakewood Grill on the 20th of May. And in uh, Parker, Colorado, I'll be playing at 20 Mile Tap House on the 29th from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. All those other shows are night shows. So uh, they'll be starting. The latest one is that Lakewood Grill on the 20th of May. We'll start at 9 p.m. So not that anybody's going to remember any of this crap. So I'll probably <laughs> say it a million times. But just get out there. You can always check out my music, too, at $20music.com. Uh, I am working on the album, the full-length album, by the way, Mike Pierce. Super excited. Oh, remind me to show you. I got the uh, album cover designed already. Cool. So it's good to go. Thanks. So, so I, th- I thought I saw you post something on here. I don't know if you want to talk about it. Did something happen at a show recently? I screwed up. Uh-oh. No, I don't want to talk okay. about it. But <laughs> I, We'll just leave it at that. I royally screwed up. Uh, okay. Might as well. <laughs> Why would I hide anything? That's the beauty of this show is that I lay myself out there for criticism. Uh, no, I screwed up, man. And I didn't want to tell you because <laughs> I screwed up the day before on our podcast. And that was one of the reasons we didn't have our podcast was because I forgot something that was on my checklist because I've been getting a little cocky about it. And I stopped <laughs> using my checklist for podcasts and shows. Yeah. And so I've just, I'm like, eh, I've been doing this so long. I remember all the equipment I got to bring. I know this. And then I screwed up the podcast, got halfway here and realized I didn't have a crucial piece of equipment. So we had to postpone till today. Yep. Uh, did the same thing. This now keep in mind the timing of this. So that was Friday. Uh-huh. The next day, Saturday, my Miller show. Yeah. Drove all the way to Lafayette. Got there. Had everything except the PA board. <laughs> so I had all the cables, had the speaker, had everything. And normally it wouldn't have been a problem because uh, Chris, the owner of Miller's, real cool dude, by the way, the way yeah. he handled the whole thing. He normally, he has the exact same PA that I have, the uh-huh. same everything. And But they had a comedy show that night. And so they had to have music playing downstairs. So he had to use it. Uh. So we had no option. And they had people coming out that night. It was like, it, I felt so bad. There was nothing I could do. By the time I drove back, to my house and then back to there set up and started playing i would have been out of time it would have been time for the comedy show so so yeah so sorry to anybody (laughs) i did put a thing on facebook i had a couple people message me uh that were coming out so if you were coming out last saturday to miller's grill and i hung out i stayed there for anybody that would would have showed up yeah yeah 
of course I had to I'm trying to be a professional even though I wasn't <laughs> that much of a professional I didn't bring all my equipment uh, so yeah me and the boy just hung out and, and uh, had some barbecue and hung out. oh it sucked and I didn't get paid so that was the worst part for me yeah. but uh, Chris was totally cool he said uh, anybody who was coming out to see you I'll cover their dinner tonight you just let them know oh so, nice and he did that was really awesome man yeah good dude Chris to Miller's in Lafayette shout out check them out they got the best barbecue around man do they have the candied bacon? Oh, have you ever so, had that? You yeah, can, like, I had it that night. Yeah, I told you, I'm not on a diet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I did. That 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 stuff is ridiculously tasty. It's like salty and sweet. I'm a sucker for anything salty and sweet together. <laughs> Can't talk. <laughs> Been drinking again or something. <laughs> still wait. So you're still not doing that though. No, still, right. not, still. Well, I'm going to on our anniversary show, right? Our yeah. two year anniversary. I will have a. I said a glass of whiskey, and then I changed it to I'll drink whatever amount of whiskey. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'll definitely at least have a glass of whiskey that night. It's probably going to rock my world because yeah. I haven't had a anything to drink. I think I drank New Year's Eve. That was the last time I think I had I had a couple beers or something that night. No, I'm yeah. still not doing that. No, no interest in yeah. that. So. I was when I was in Chris at Butte when we were having our little break. I was up in Crescent Butte for a conference, and um, I had a beer. And, dude, like I'm not, I'm a social drinker. I don't drink, right. like you know, at home. I don't have cases of beer at home or anything right, like right. that. And uh, I took a, uh, I drank a beer. It was an IPA. We were at dinner. And I was like, whoa. The IPAs can felt, be pretty strong. Felt my face getting red. I was like, what is going on? I was like, oh, my God, this elevation. You know, I'm oh, born and raised right. here, you know, but still, like, you know, here at 5,000 feet, it's a lot different when you're up there at 10,000 feet. Oh, I know, yeah. It's double, you know, and I was, like, up For there, sure. and I was like, Jesus, I was like, this is one beer. I was like, oh, my God. And that happened when I was working out, too, because I worked out up there as well. Yeah. And I got uh, into the gym early in the morning, you know, 6 o'clock. I was up there in the gym and got stretched out and everything and put the weights on. Dude, I was getting the 225. 225 would do. No problem. Bitch, bitch press. Yeah. Talking about. Uh-huh. 225. Just 225. Like, keep on going, keep on going. Dude, I got to two, I got the 225 up there. And again, <laughs> you there, and I was gas. like, all right, here we go. I was like, <laughs> I was like, one, two. I was like, three, four, five, six. Okay. Hmm. Seven. This is weird. I was like, yeah. I was like oh my gosh. And. Got done. I did the full set though, and what I was at the end, I was just like, "Oh my god!" It's like, man, I'm I'm from here. Yeah, and I was it, like, "God, dude, it makes a difference because you think about what's going on in your body, the oxygen. You know, like you literally aren't processing things the same, and there's a lot less of the oxygen, which is what you need to make the muscles work. Yeah, we felt it too when we were when I was in, went on that field trip uh, to Winter Park with kids. Uh-huh. We were at about nine nine and a half thousand up there, and just walking up a couple of stairs, and you're like, <laughs> oh my "God, I can't even breathe." So it's it's a real thing, man. It uh, yeah. really does have an effect. Yeah. My, when my cousin came out from California, she definitely felt it. Oh, did, she, we, did she ever get elevation sickness or that? No, no, sickness? I don't mean like like she. We they were oh. not me, but they were having beers and stuff, and she was like, "Wow, there's a real difference here." I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or when you like go to sea level, it's a big difference too. Because I remember like early my early twenties, uh, my buddy Jeff, he went. Uh, he was in South Carolina. And we were down there. We went to go visit him and everything like that. And I was drinking beers and shots and everything down there. And I was like, "That's I'm not even, I'm not even Didn't buzzing right nothing. now." I was like, yeah. "What's going wow, on?" Wow, that's so like, crazy. You know, like I'm drinking. I'm drinking like six beers already. Like a couple of shots. Like, what's going on? Yeah. And like me and his sister, just like, mm, 
Yeah. See, that's like my family. When my cousin gets, I, like, I need to get them out here, and they'll get totally shit faced because yeah, for cheaper because they live in the valley. It's like below sea level. Yeah. It's like <laughs> so it's so much cheaper. Yeah. To come drink yeah. up here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. I don't know what we want to do. You want to? Should we go a little early? We can go a little because we got plenty of news we can talk about probably yeah. too. So let's head on over and uh, fun facts. Fun facts. <laughs> yeah. You were looking at my lips. You were trying to see what I was going to say. I saw that. You're like this has been a while. I don't know what to say. Yeah, it has been a while, man. But, so uh, yeah, no. The fun facts keep on coming regardless of the podcast on or not. Um, and again, if you want to be a part of those fun facts, it's Mike and Tony Show. Um, at gmail.com and again I just uh, send out you know the, the craziest shit that I see and I research on here online and uh, yeah send it out to you for your for your work day on that Friday when you're already bored as shit at work and tuned out you can read some of my fun facts yeah I always enjoy these uh, every three out of four people have glossophobia the fear of public speaking that's uh that's a lot of people. I didn't realize how many how many yeah. people. I guess we're in the exception, probably. Yeah, right? That's why we're the MCs. That's why we're MCs. <laughs> it's good. It's job security, right? Only twenty five percent of people can even do this if they want. Yes. <laughs> uh, in one breath, a blue whale can blow up to two thousand balloons. Dude, oh my god, that's insane. Yeah, you don't. You those things are so big. Did you see? There was a video on. I think it was on Facebook the other day of some whales that they saw like breaching right under the Golden Gate Bridge, and you were could, they blue or uh, in color they, they were like a dark black color. Okay, so they're probably like yeah, and but I think blue whales, whales are. Are bigger, right? Yeah. A lot bigger. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like these, even the gray whales. They're so big. Like you could see the surfers and stuff out there. Yeah. Near them, and it was like they were just look like little dots compared to these giant, these giant whales. And then the like you were saying, the blue whales are way. Yeah. Bigger. There's a video I saw of um, they saw a blue whale breach, and they were next to these boats, like big boats, dude. And this blue whale is just like. You can just see, like, they had a helicopter in the sky, and you can just see, like, the outline of the stupid whale. So crazy, just... man. I guess it's probably, like, a it's evolution, an evolution thing, but physics thing, too, because in water, you know, like, like people who are severely obese and stuff, a lot of times they'll work out in water because it's it's easier on their joints and stuff. And I think animals can just get a lot bigger because you imagine an, an animal trying to survive on land, they're going to be weighted down so yeah. much more than they are in water. So I think living in the ocean makes you wonder if there's stuff we haven't found that's well, just like I think, what, last, I think last week or is it this week that I had that fun fact? Like there was like a ridiculous amount of things that haven't, that scientists say have yet to be discovered on land too. Oh, yeah, no, was, and in the sea. I think it was the week before. Yeah, or maybe it was. I don't know. We'll see if we find it on here. But it was. It was really crazy. It was at least like eighty percent on land. It was like eighty. They imagine like eighty yeah. percent on land is not yet discovered. Eighty percent of all species are still yet to be discovered on land. And then in the ocean, it was even more. It was like ninety yeah. percent or something crazy. So parts of the ocean we still haven't. I mean, you can satellite image everything you want and everything like that, but there's still fine islands to this day. You know, like that are popping up because of volcanic and and movement of the earth and stuff like that. So it's so crazy. Like we've had guests on this podcast. They're like in a different state. Yeah, and we're sending signals. Through the damn air, like yep. into the air, get picking it up on our computer. We can do stuff like that. We got all this crazy technology. And then to stop and think like we don't know 90, 80 to 90% of the <laughs> life on our stupid. own planet we haven't even found yet. Yeah. Like, 
what? How can we think we know anything? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, how I mean, you were saying, like, you know, the like how the blue whale gets so big and it's able to probably move freely like that. Mm-hmm. I was watching a TED talk one time, and I think I told you that how he was talking about there's two animals that are called finite or f- finite finite animals. Um, it's an alligator. Oh yeah, they they the crocodile infinitely grow f- or whatever. Yeah, and a flounder. That if their environment was able to let them do it, that they can infinitely grow and live technically forever, as long as their environment would allow them to. Makes me wonder. How, it was alligators or crocodiles. One of the two. Crocodiles. Crocodiles. Yeah. Makes me wonder how big the biggest crocodile ever was because who knows yeah. we may not have ever seen it they've been around way before even humans yeah, well, were I mean, so dinosaurs era you got to think about that yeah. like you know where it's as populated where they had free to roam around and and stuff like that where things were restricted its crocodiles growth. are frightening as it is but can you imagine just like <laughs> dinosaur one, like a, crocodile oh that's so frightening <laughs> where like even like a fish like a flounder that's you know as big as a f- ocean floor you know just just that huge those are the flat fish. I mean, they're not predatory fish or anything. They're the ones with like one eye. Their eyes are all crooked. Their eyes are on top of their on, body. And yeah, but it's technically like evolutionary. It's the side of, or yeah. anatomically, it's the side of their body, but yep. they're always on there. Yep. On one side or whatever. Yep. Weird, weird animals. Um, Man, I just lost my one. It was the one about coffee. It was like, basically, people who drink lots of coffee are a lot less likely to, to become diabetic. Yeah, <laughs> you know me. I'm as you like, as you sip on your coffee during on... the podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. That that was cool. But again, I always got to bring in that part about the coffee's good, but I'm probably countering it with the stuff <laughs> with I put layers. in it. Yeah, I've I've cut down on that though, just because I even the, it was just a little too sweet even for me. So I've been putting more milk and then just a splash of like the sugary creamer stuff. This one uh, here, Mississippi. Is the highest child vaccination rate of any state? Almost one hundred percent, ninety nine point seven percent. Yeah. What did you take from that? I was like, hmm. I don't know. There's a, but I, they're they're the they're the poorest state in the United States. Mississippi, they're fiftieth. Really? Yeah, and Alabama's forty ninth. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because that's what I was telling you about that whole thing about the education system. Oh, uh-huh. Alabama and. Mississippi, the two poorest states, are better at education than Colorado. Yeah. yeah. That was really sad. Was it you? Didn't you share a post? Yeah. We've talked about it a few times, but recently you did share a post. That's so sad to me. Like, Colorado's doing so good. And, like, all the money, all the revenue that's being generated from all the pot sales and stuff, it's it's really sad that, that things aren't in a better state uh, yeah. with our education. Uh, 80%. There was a couple of facts in here that were sort of related to men and women drivers, but Uh 80% (laughs) of all serious or fatal car crashes are caused by men. Yeah. On one hand, it's very surprising. I mean, not, I mean, on one hand, it's not at all surprising because it's like, I don't know, dudes tend to drive faster, I would imagine, more into racing and sports cars and showing off pride. Yeah, showing off exactly pride and stuff like that. Um, and if there's, and this is says serious or fatal, so obviously somebody's probably going at excessive speeds or yeah. something crazy happens. Um, but the other thing is, is that there's always that the, the it's funny because that's a stereotype, right? Women can't drive. Women don't know how to drive as good as men. And there was another one too. I'll, I'll look for it. 2012. Oh yeah, there it is. A 2012 study revealed that women are better drivers than men. <laughs> so it's like just in our face with the driving. Yeah. I guess. We get in a lot more crashes. 80% of the really bad ones are caused by us. Yeah. <laughs> we have nothing. And there was a study in 2012 that shows they actually drive better. There's nothing. We don't have anything. What? Yeah. I like this one. 
Crevices and crevasses yeah. aren't the same thing. A crevice forms in a rock, and a crevasse forms in ice. Yeah, I thought that was cool, too. Just in case. Made me wonder if crevasse was just the same word in French, and then we just adopted it. Probably. Like, we need something slightly different. Yeah. Ice and rocks <laughs> are different, so... Russia is opening a military Disneyland that will allow guests to sh- shoot military-grade weapons and try out various military simulators. <laughs> so, like, this is big, just, like, playland for people that are in Only the in Russia. <laughs> Only in Russia. Russian people are tough as hell, man. <laughs> Surviving that super cold weather and all that crazy stuff. Can you imagine the Yahoos in America if we did something like that? Yeah. Imagine some of the people that'd be hanging out there. There'd be some cool people, I'm sure, too, but... I just imagine you just have a place where it's just like, dude, we got every every kind of gun, weapon, bomb you can imagine. Come play. Just like, I'm not going anywhere near yeah, that well, place, uh, dude. Uh, no. no. Or like when your mortal enemies invites you. <laughs> you uh, come on, I think not. we can hash things out a little. You know, we'll... Maybe not. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. Um, this one right here was crazy because I, I, I liked all their music. Um, in 1977... Aerosmith's flight crew inspected the Convair CV240 for a possible use and rejected it because they felt the plane and crew were not up to their standards. That plane crashed on October 20th, 1977 from fuel exhaustion due to poor maintenance, killing three members of Leonard Skinner. Crazy. Aerosmith could have been dead. They were, but they were like, nah, this doesn't look up to snuff for yeah. us. And then Leonard Skinner and all died in that plane. Oh, that's crazy, man. Little, little things in history just change everything, you know? Little, yeah. little decisions. I just learned uh, Sweet Home Alabama, actually. Did you? Yep, yep. Nice. Been adding some covers to the set and learning some new songs. But Leonard Skinner, they were so amazing. But uh, that's the common story, right? A lot of bands go that way. Yeah. That's why I play local. It's like, <laughs> or drive. That's why I drive yeah. places. That's why I drive. Yeah, no, there's a lot. I think there's a few. I want to say Willie Nelson might have been one of them. But there was like two or three really big artists I didn't know that they absolutely refused to fly for that reason. They're just like, nah, we'll just stay on the ground. No, I've seen, I've seen Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, Leonard Skinner. I wonder if there's two sets of stats because it is statistically true that it's way safer to fly in a plane than it is driving a car. Like you're way more likely to be in a car accident than you are in a plane crash. But it seems like there's got to be a different set of stats for entertainers. Yeah. Particularly musicians. Like so okay, many of them. Yeah. Dude, go down. Maybe because they're always flying those little. Little ones. Yeah. They don't want to fly commercial. Yeah. Yeah. See? Your own greed gets you. Yeah. <laughs> this one was crazy. I thought I was laughing at this one for a while. The Air Force has a little known unit with a motto, you've got to be shitting me, which is what some of the crews said when they were told their mission. It was a unit dedicated to hunting down anti-aircraft missile launchers using aircraft. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That it's a funny, it's very appropriate that they would. So what I need you guys to do is in this area on this map here that we're going to be surveying, um, they have a lot of anti-aircraft missiles and they specialize and in like being hidden and discreet yeah. and shooting down aircrafts. Yeah. yeah, they've they've got a lot of our planes, but we need you to go in there so we can kind of pinpoint where they exactly are at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I a shout out to to all the brave souls, man, in our military and right. people who are willing to do stuff like that. Because I don't think I'd ever be willing to really to go down that. No, not at all, dude. 
Um, do you want to, you got another one or do you want to, should we move to, uh, what do you think? Um, one more. Just because I think the technology is getting crazier and crazier as we go through. Mm-hmm. Samsung has been granted a patent in South Korea for contact lenses that project oh, yeah. images directly into their wearer's eye. It's a matter of time, man. It's like crazy heads up display stuff for your body. Like right? without like that Google Glass thing or whatever. Like that. Yeah, uh, contact lenses. Like right? literally no one would even know. They think you're tripping on drugs or something if they saw you because they <laughs> just, would have no way of knowing why like, you're acting uh, weird. Uh, yeah, just, like, <laughs> you're karate chopping and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's so crazy, man. And, and so like that's what we know of, but who knows about what technology they're either working on or even they have developed and haven't right? shared. If they've already, if they got a patent for it, that means they've, they've done something. Oh man. To do that. Like, you know, it'd be funny. Like if you can do like, if it's like virtual, if you can like control things as you're looking at it, you know, what would be fucking awesome at that like fruit ninja. Fruit Ninja would be so bomb if you that had contactless. So People would be looking at you and you'd uh, just be like, hey, 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 hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have no idea what you're doing. You're chopping up fruit. You fruit know? Ninja, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be like mm-hmm. the best thing ever? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like we're creating these virtual realities. Did you see this thing, uh, Tyson, Neil Tyson Degrassi? Like recently, it was just a blip. I didn't read the whole thing. Watch it be a fun fact. I'm going to laugh my ass <laughs> off. That he said in all likelihood that uh, in a lot of. S- Scientists are, are converging on this same idea that it, there's a very high probability that we are all in a simulation of some sort. Like, of course, like I didn't read past the, the like headline. the Matrix. Right, exactly. The, but the fact that, I, I mean, I didn't read past it, and I don't even know if I would have understood the shit if I, if I really looked into it. But I'm hearing it from different places and different scientists and different news sources are talking about this. And so I kind of tend to trust what scientists say for the most part, but that's some freaky stuff, dude. Like, they, the, to hear the scientists going, yeah, in all likelihood, this is all like a fake simulation that we actually think is real. Like, what did you just say? You're the scientist, dude. Like what? we're on a real life Truman show. Right. That was a crazy that was the Jim Carrey one, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like gets to the edge and hits the wall or yeah, whatever. Yeah, fabric is they fabricated his whole entire life from birth to <laughs> Damn, what would that be like if one day you just woke up and realized or they told you like, Hey Mike. Tony's fucking, not Tony's not really your friend. He's an actor. Like, oh my god! Fucking light falls down from the sky. Like, the church, <laughs> like what right, the fuck is this thing? Right. Why is there a light right here? Oh my god, that would be some. Scary. I would have just been like, hmm, must have just fell off a truck or something. Yeah, moving on with my day. <laughs> yeah, la, la, la. <laughs> right, right. Jim Carrey was very far. His character was very focused on, <laughs> on figuring out what was going on. Something seemed to miss to him. He would have just not gave a shit. I'm going to work out. <laughs> Well, uh, it Tony's, does... Tony's no long... Tony isn't your friend. You know that, right? Yeah. What do you mean? He's an actor. Hmm. Oh, he's a really good actor. I thought... Yeah. I just really thought he was just stoned out. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. So do you guys pay him? Can you just keep paying him? I'm yeah. just going to go on with yeah. my life the way it is. I kind of like it. Just yeah. don't pretend this never happened. Wait, so is he really working on a movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd go to some <laughs> random detail. <laughs> uh, so does he really do shows? Wait, but I've seen him play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no idea it does beg the question though of like how much does it matter if if everything if it feels a hundred percent real and you can't distinguish does it matter if it's real or if it's fake it's all if it's all simulation like deep philosophical questions have no answers yeah what is the sound of one hand clapping <laughs> like a zen cohen yeah <laughs>
Yeah. Uh, let's see, we got about a half hour, a little less than a half hour, yeah. and there's plenty of stuff that uh, has been happening in the world. What do you say we uh, move on to the uh, news? Nailed that one. So we talked about a few things. We talked about some of the, the politics stuff. We talked about uh, Trump and the women, what he's been saying about women in general. Yeah. almost want to tie the driving into that somehow, <laughs> but I can't do it. Uh, but Pope Francis uh, has said that he is open to looking into whether women can be deacons because they haven't been able to have, like, hold ministerial or leadership roles uh, since the fourth century. Um, but there <laughs> is evidence. a long time. Right. But there is evidence that they once did in the Catholic church that there are actually women who are ministers and that kind of thing. And, uh, it's, it's not a huge thing cause he's basically saying, yeah, well, let's look into that. Why? Well, it's good. It's important for us to be able to answer why we do things. And that's just like s- such a divergence from what you've, we've always heard from past popes. You know what I mean? The fact that he's even willing to consider this guy's done so many things that people are just like, Whoa. Yeah. Like confirm science things and stuff like that. Yeah. And people are like, what? No. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, I've always found it so weird how people can't be religious and believe in science too. Like, I just never—I've never been able to get my head around it. Like, right. like what's why do those two things have to conflict? <laughs> like, it makes no sense. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that was pretty cool, and it's cool because uh, that he's—you know—if the Pope's saying it, then obviously that's a that's a big step for women in general. I think, especially if they actually do something. Imagine, uh-huh. imagine the how the vitriol and hate he would get if he actually said, yeah, women can start doing it. And starting now, I know it's been since the fourth century, but starting in 2016, yeah. he's, women it's can, not like I may, it's not like this never happened before. Yeah. <laughs> right. That, that would be what my, my saying would be. It's not like we haven't had it before. Yeah. We've had, it's not like I'm doing something new. It happened before. Yeah. Yeah. In the fourth century. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Middle class is shrinking, buddy. What? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's the that's okay, the Mark. The couch, couch, no, no, it didn't give. It doesn't. It didn't explain why. <laughs> it was basically. I don't even remember why I read this one. It was probably was Dig or NPR, one of the two, when I was doing this. But um, it's basically just like 160 metropolitan areas have gone down in income in the United States. 172 have increased in income. So people are either going down out of the middle class, going down to, you know, poor, and there's people that are going up. But it seems like there are more people that are actually increasing in income. Um, and in, in economy, economists in general are saying that good-paying jobs for graduates, like people who go to college and graduate, are going uh-huh. up. And good-paying jobs, uh, factory jobs and blue-collar jobs are going down just the amount of them. Huh. And so they kind of – so maybe that sort of answers the question a little bit of, of why it's happening. Um, by the way, middle class is defined as 42000 to 125000 So, yeah. Wow. So if you're in that, you're considered middle class. So if you make less than 42000 Considered poor. If you make more than one hundred twenty-five, you're considered rich. Oh, this is based on a three-person house. Oh, okay. it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seventy-eight people. We make forty-three grand. That would actually definitely. Yeah, I don't know. So, but that's interesting. The middle classes. That's always kind of been like the biggest uh, group of people in America is yeah. the middle class. And to watch it shrinking, it's more rich and more poor. Same thing we're always talking about. It's that polarization and separation and that we're seeing and. Man. Uh, yeah. Huh. So far, my news topics have not 
elicited any good conversations. <laughs> like headlines. All right, go for the third one. Let's, hear the third <laughs> one. Let's go for number three. Uh, what do you think? Uh, we'll just this one. We'll just go as a topic. Then I guess the whole the transgender thing. We've been seeing this all over now. Like uh, I think recently, what had happened was the Obama administration sort of issued these guidances for you know how we handle this, and of course. Tons of people are in uproar. People, it's like yeah. there's all this conversation now about transgenders. And the funniest part about the whole thing is these people have always existed. existed. It's not, yeah, it's not it's brand like, new, right? And so it's like suddenly we need to do something about the music. About like, well, I think they've just been doing whatever they want, and it's never been a problem. Like it's not like there's this like problem of transgender people like yeah. molesting kids or whatever. It's Again, like it's, it's not media. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your take is the same as mine. Yeah. You're sort yeah. of a they've been doing it. Nobody said anything before. Yeah, but now it's this big thing. And again, it's thanking the media. It's like a distraction. Like we're just like it's just something else to distract us from all the shady crap everybody in the government's doing. Yeah. <laughs> just one of those. I saw a few posts online that were actually kind of funny though. Like <laughs> again, we've it's been happening, obviously, mm-hmm. without us knowing it. Right. But like um there's some posts on there that said like, you know, you guys approve this ladies prepare yourself for this to happen and it showed like a seat that was down and like piss all over the seat <laughs> that's actually pretty funny <laughs> the ones that aren't funny are the, like the scary ones where they're like, just trying to scare the crap out yeah, of people this this will be in your bathroom yeah do you want your child to be molested in the bathroom like what what are you talking about? Like, like you said, yeah. this has been happening. It's not like there's this giant problem we have to face of kids being molested by transgender folks. It's like they just always do what they want. And I imagine it's probably all over the board. You know, if you were a man and you became yeah. a woman, some of those people are still using men's bathrooms. Some yeah. of them are using, it just, just depends. I mean, yep. it depends on the person and exactly what their their deal is and their preference. But yeah. Just so silly, huh? and then you know, even even Obama giving guidance on it, and like this is how we approach silly, it, and yeah. the whole thing just seems like a conversation is just unnecessary. Yeah, yeah no, there's a one another post on this. It's like anybody that molests, you know, anybody that molests my child in the bathroom, I will self-identify as an MMA fighter. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what it said. It said. Anybody that molests my child in the bathroom, I will self-identify as an MMA fighter. Uh, oh, okay. So making a pun on the, yeah. like, identify as whatever yeah. you want. And <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I don't even, not an MMA fighter, because the objective wouldn't be to win a match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah take you out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that is a scary thing to think about when you have kids and you have a girl. I got two little girls. Yeah. It is a thing. And I feel like that's why it's so easy to capitalize on that fear, you know, but it is weird. It's almost like the nine 11. Remember like the whole, you know, all yeah. of a sudden we're going after the wrong country. And it's like, wait, what does this have to do with nine 11? That whole kind of thing. It's like, they just take that general fear and then they just start talking. But once you catch somebody's attention about fear, you've got their attention. And then you start talking about stuff, and then in their mind, they're tying these two things together. And so I think there's probably plenty of people now that never thought about it before that are now tying together the idea of sexual molestation in the bathroom with transgender folks. And now, because of the way the media is presented and this conversation it's started, that it's inseparable. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. It's like mind control and brain control and stuff like that, where 
I remember telling you about George Lakoff was this dude from Berkeley who talked about how political parties use types of language to affect people's thinking. Yeah. And there's all the science behind it. I mean, it's totally real. So when you start putting stuff out there about molestation, transgender, molestation, transgender, say I'm contributing to the problem probably right now, <laughs> but it really happens. It gets in your head and then you think transgender, your first, the, like, right now, if you say transgender, it's like one of the first things that pops in your head is public bathrooms. <laughs> It's like already because it's just the meme at the time or the conversation at the time yeah. it, it happens. So I don't know, man. I don't give a crap. Yeah. I really don't. It doesn't bother me. Do what you want. Do what you want. Well, like so many things now have changed as well. Like toys too, you know, like they've changed toys. Like, for example, the Easy Bake Oven. They've made like a blue and black one so boys can also... You know what the irony of that is, though, is who assigned the damn colors to genders anyway? (laughs) Like, we're going to go with the male colors on this to avoid, like, to avoid what? Now you're just saying that there's certain colors for guys and girls, you know, too. Yeah. Plenty of dudes wear pink shirts nowadays. That's true. You, Bruce Leroy, I, Bruce Leroy, I was gonna say I can't ever imagine you. There was a time I had, a, I still have one. Uh-huh. I have a pink shirt actually. I have a I, pink shirt too. Yeah. Do you ever wear? I don't think I've ever. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Easter. Easter. Oh yeah, that's a good time to wear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do have a lavender one I wore on Easter before too. But yeah. Don't bother me. When pastels come out. That's yeah. when the pastels come out. Otherwise, it's just t-shirts for me. T-shirts yeah. and jeans. Yeah. Did you actually pick it out yourself? I'm just curious. Yeah. Did you? Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. You're like, I was gonna say hip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at all cool. Uh, but uh, I just noticed, is that our microphone cover sitting over there in the corner of the room? Yeah, it's been there forever. Wow. I didn't want to bring that into the podcast. That's the old one. Oh, that's the one that looked a little questionable yeah. on the yep. inside, like needed to go. Oh, that's right, because we threw it in that like trash thing over there, and then somebody that's, that's took it out. There. So somebody's been using it. <laughs> They're like, this is still a good mic cover. Yeah, now I've totally thrown us off. I don't even know. Little do they know it has Zika on it. Zika. Just joking. That's another scare. I've got more. That's pump. another scare thing too. Yeah. The distract. The Zika. The distract. Yeah, always. It's, it's always, always. It's always a sickness to distract. Yeah. Let's think about it. Remember Ebola? Uh, no. Um, let's go to the back to the beginning. Bird flu. Yeah, oh, that's right. Swine, Swine flu. Swine H1, flu. H1N1. Always something, man. It's Zika. Just, yep. Ebola. No, Ebola. Then Zika. Mm-hmm. Well, people who are super full of fear and have all these things to worry and think about, they're not paying attention to all the shady crap that's happening that's really affecting their lives, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, even, like, the with 9-11, you remember how, like, the Patriot Act and all that? So remember yeah. how it got passed, like, at a time when, like, it was, like, late at night and, like, no one was there? It's, like, it's so shady. Meanwhile, people are stressing about, you know, bird flu. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, don't want to catch the bird flu. <laughs> you know what? Real quick, I am tired of, like, the incompetency of people that are in charge of our food. Like I've, we've talked about this about how I want to learn to hunt and I'd love to grow yeah. my own food and all that kind of stuff. Cause you just can't, we just got, I just got another damn call yesterday from Kroger from King Supers. Okay. Basically saying that it, nothing we had bought. It was like frozen peas and some uh. other things. You have to go to the website and look at the full list or whatever. Okay. Wisteria, I guess was the, is it Wisteria or Listeria? Listeria. Listeria yeah. yeah. What's Wisteria? Isn't that a thing? Or I just made that I up. Just made that I just up. made up the new fear and that's yeah. going to be out next week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it's just so frustrating. Like that, 
it because it's not like whoop accidents happen. It's because they don't give a shit. They're only focused on making a profit. Yeah, and they're gonna do. It's not like they're trying to poison people. They're just they just their quality control's not there. No, yeah. why? Because they can make more money. You know, if they just mass bulk stuff that they can't possibly check everything and and it's always the reason these things come out. You already know that when I get that phone call, I already know it's not because like oh somebody found something in a test and it slipped through. It's like some dude died. So now we've got to, you know, or some dude got sick or yeah. somebody reported getting sick. We had to look into it. Turns out. Yeah. Like, you're like, my gosh. Well, it reminds me of uh, uh, Fight Club. I just actually recently watched that movie again. I love that movie. But, like, um, when Ed Norton's character, uh, he's a, um, uh, a compliance and recall person for a major car company. He was given, like, this, like, ratio and equation on what happens, you know, if... If an accident happens, they go to the scene of the crime, and you know if the number of accidents per death happens, then they can do a recall. But if there's X amount of deaths and not enough um, accidents, then they don't recall it. Dude, and, it's exactly the same. I guarantee yeah, it. Yeah, it's the same thing. And the lady, I remember the lady on the plane in that movie. She was like, "Which car company do you work for?" <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "A major one." And she's like, "Uh huh." Because, again, it's just, like, the, again, the ratios, and he was saying, it's, it's like, math. it has to be astronomical, but, I mean, it's still, like, enough to scare people. And <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. We live in such a gigantic society. It's like, oh, you know, only 10,000 people died. And you're like, yeah, well, tell that to the families that lost somebody to your stupid salad. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> it's it really, it's significant. Like, we, they, there's this lack of care for individual life. Everything's the big picture and the, and the, the profit margin and... And all that kind of stuff. Uh, we, we still have a little bit of time left. One thing I did want to bring up, just kind of get your take on this, because I thought this was trippy. I, I was listening to um, National, not National Public Radio, what's the Colorado one? It's the public radio, Colorado Public, oh, CPR. Yeah, CPR. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Colorado Public Radio, and they had this story they did on teenage sexting, because obviously that's a thing. Yep. Now people send you know pic- naked pictures and you know, all this dirty talk and stuff like that. Dirty talk. Like I'm like <laughs> in the you. 50s. You are not hip, These, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> These kids are talking dirty. Well, that was creepy sounding. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they were talking about this. Did you know that in the state of Colorado, that if a teenager, a sexting offense, like if they send a sexting or whatever, it's considered Child pornography. You knew that. Yep. Yeah. Local under, native. Under 18 years old, dude. It's crazy. And they had, like interviewed this kid that he had, like, you can get out of charges sometimes, like if you go through this class. And so this kid had to go through all this stuff. But if he hadn't done it, he would have been labeled as a child molester. And he, like, all sex the normal offender. things, he, he's a sex offender. Right, yep. right, right. Like, he couldn't go near schools. You knew this. What do you think of that? That seems crazy to me because these kids, they're kids, they're teenagers. I'm not at all advocating that sort of behavior, saying yeah. it's okay. But at the same time, it just, does, it seems like it, doesn't apply like you're going to treat this person like a they can't be around like if you're a, a sex offender you can't be around like those kids can't be around kids that are three years younger or more yeah that i mean because they because their girlfriend sent them a topless picture or whatever yeah does that uh, seem weird to you it, it seems, yeah it's, it's there's, there's like a whole group of people working on trying to get it changed and they just lost some like major thing like they took it to the, the yeah. supreme court or the I highest seen a court and facebook rant on on somebody that uh, uh we used to work with in the past and she has a, a teenage daughter and she went on this like rant about you know you know i think it's really it was like dude it was a long thing it was like super inappropriate for your son to be asking my daughter for these ex pictures—that's what this kid's my, situation was. Yeah, sending my uh, my daughter 
pictures of your your son's boyhood. You know, she didn't say manhood, his son's boyhood. You know, and it's inappropriate to be pressuring her into this kind of a life and lifestyle and stuff like that. And da da da. da. And she like, I guess this lady like straight up like went to the boy's house and showed the dad and the mom mm-hmm. like everything that's been going on and everything like that and well dude i didn't know like i i'm smarter for it now because as my kids get older stuff like that like i didn't know like the story of this kid same thing he had basically been asking his his i don't know if it was his girlfriend and there's all this like gray area now too where they're trying to define like if they're actually in a relationship is it considered you know the same because you imagine a boyfriend and a girlfriend and yeah the one parent gets bent out of shape and they're the kids are cool with it but the parents like no you can't be doing this yeah. and takes it to the law or whatever and then the next thing you know the kid's a sex offender yep. it's like that seems ridiculous to me but what happened with this kid was it was same thing i don't know if they were dating or whatever but he was asking she actually sent the picture but what he didn't realize was that his account was linked up on uh, not only his phone but the ipad at home and so parents were home <sighs> and mom or dad had the ipad it popped up it was the dad popped up and this is where I say I got smarter because I'd have been like, oh my God, I would have had a stern conversation with the kid. I might have contacted the parents or whatever. Yeah. But this dude went straight to the police. I would have never known to do that. And they said later it was the best move he, he could have made because then they got it out in the open and then the kid was able to do a class and, and all this other stuff. But it, if it had gotten to, to the police some other way, he, the kid would have had no choice. I mean, he wouldn't have had any of the options he had because they took it straight to... I mean, I, I don't, yeah, yeah, that was the deal is he went straight to the, he called the police and said, Hey, look, here's the thing, because I guess he was up on stuff. He's like, I know there's crazy legislation. I don't know what we need to do here or what needs to happen. Um, but you know, my son just got this picture. It's a new girl. She's under the age of 18 and he's also under the age of 18. And how do we move forward with, you know, with this to avoid him being a sex offender, basically? I would have never known. I wouldn't, I would have never thought to call the police for something like that. Your first reaction. Yeah. Call the fucking for that. Yes, before he called the other parents too. So that, there you go. That's a restrictive parent, Tony. Yeah. The right? kid is going to go crazy when he's out of the house. Maybe. He seemed like he had his head on pretty straight, but then again, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> how straight can you have your head on when you're 16? Like, yeah. Not, not Asking very... for nudies. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to see some titties, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. And a lot of it too. They, they were pulling these kids and asking, asking like the males question of like, what's the number reason, number one reason why you ask. And their number one answer was, we just want to see if we can get them. We'll see if they'll actually send it. Yeah. And then the girl's response was, uh, we want, if, if we, we want liked. them to like us more. Yeah. yeah. It says a lot about our society, I guess. Yeah. All right. I'm going home and I'm going to ram that into Lippy's head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you don't do things because you want people to like you. Yep, yeah. I talk. I actually talk about that with my kids a lot. Yeah, uh, peer pressure and you know, and that that whole idea of like just doing things because you know the group's doing it or whatever. What's that old adage? If everybody jumped off a bridge, would you too? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny how powerful that stuff is at that age in yeah. particular. As you get older, I think you give less of a shit of what other people are doing. But when you're younger, definitely, when you're at that age where you're trying to define yourself and got all these crazy hormones going on and all of a sudden you're attracted to the opposite sex. And then nowadays they got all this technology, you know, they can just send photos right through there. And then, I mean, that was a big part of what they were talking about is that. The access, the ease of access. Yeah. Is that there's no way to protect these kids. I mean, once that stuff gets out there, I mean, you're forever like that chick or these chicks who do this, these little girls who do this, on the internet forever. stuck forever. There's always this naked picture of you, you know? It's like nothing you can do about it. 
makes me wonder what the future is going to be like for that stuff. I don't, I don't really know how you even get control yeah. of that. I'm just glad my daughter's two and a half years old and I have to worry about that yet. I know. I was I actually know. that Facebook post with Frankie. Like I was, I was, that, I was telling Frankie when he that badass picture that he had and with his daughters in it too. And I was when he like, had his shades on and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah shades yeah. on and everything like that. I was like, Frankie looks badass. And I was like, and I was just like, his daughters are of that age. He's got to be stressing out. And that's what I said. I was like, if you, you ever need, that or something. I was like, if you ever need to do bad boys too. <laughs> I can do that bad boys too with you, Frankie. Yeah, no, dude, I worry about my nieces because it, it's been a trip watching them. Because uh, Kelsey, I think this is the one in that picture you're talking about, like at the front. And uh, I'm giving away her name, I guess it doesn't matter. I might bleep it out. I don't know. We'll think about it. But either way, uh, I knew her when she was five. I mean, when I met her, she was five years old. She had these little chubby cheeks. It's just a cute little girl. <laughs> and watching her turn into this woman, she's graduating next year, looking at colleges and all this kind of stuff. And it scares the piss out of me <laughs> as a father of two yeah, little. Who, two we're girls, currently yeah. very little girls, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's such a scary idea, mostly because I know how dudes are. Yep. I'm a dude. I'm a dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I don't want to ask for too. I just... <laughs> yeah. That's a hard position to be in. That's a, it's good for, I think it's good for guys when they have, end up having daughters. Yeah. Increases the uh, respect level. I don't think either, either one of us were ever, you know. Those dudes, because there are some dudes that just don't give a shit. Maybe you, you're looking out off in the like, distance, yeah, like, well, I've maybe I was. Some. I've asked for some before. Oh no, I didn't mean like that. Uh, I just meant like you know the the kind that just had, don't have respect for women in general, oh, no, 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 completely no. objectify yeah. and all that stuff. I was raised like mostly just by my mom when I was younger. So and yeah. then I had my sister. So it was like I was always surrounded by women. So it was hard to be too disrespectful but now you see it and you look around and you're just like oh my god luckily for frankie yeah his girls are they got their heads on right for sure like i i fear any dude that hits on the younger sister because she <laughs> she will jack them up she got a history of jacking people up actually <laughs> so i don't worry about her at all and then the older one just wants nothing to do with boys she's just all school focused and looking at colleges and and stuff like that so yeah yeah. Well, again, that's how I'm put it into the heads of everybody. Growing up, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop off Calliope with uh, with the chopper. Yes. I'm gonna drop her off the chopper. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the wife beater and sleeved yeah. up, <laughs> ripped giant rock like size. <laughs> the rock. Yeah. Yeah. It is one of those things, and again, it's like we talk, we joke about it all the time, but it is one of those things, too, where you do want to be careful because, uh, man, the craziest girls I knew in high school, the sluttiest girls I knew in high school were the ones whose parents were so oppressive. They yeah. were just like, no, 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 no boys. You can't be around any boys. You can't. No, 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 no. And it's like, dude, as soon as their parents aren't looking, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah, well, We'll get too explicit, but we all knew those <laughs> girls. Everybody knew those girls. Right now, if you're a dude, you could stop and think in high school, and you can remember you're the like, chicks yep, that like, they were. Yep, yep, yep. That's who it was. Yep, that's who it was. So, hey, man, did you, uh, The Shining? Were you a fan of that? The movie? Yeah, they're making it into an opera. An opera in Minnesota. I think it's like oh. some some group in Minnesota is doing it, and they had to get all these permissions. And I have never been a musical theater person. I even nope. did theater in high school a lot, but mm -hmm. I could never stand that. It just seems so unnatural, like singing about eating breakfast and yeah. singing about whatever. <laughs> but they made it sound really good. It made me want to see it, the way they described it and like oh. how much they're putting into it and, and the actors and everything. And But it is a weird thing. I just threw that out there. I had that. I was looking down on my notepad and saw 
So Sean remembered that. He imagined like, the opera style of "Here's Johnny," <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, totally. All of those, like, I don't know what it is about musicals that just weird me out, man. That's bore me? Yeah, bore bore, see, well, see, yeah, there's that, but most dudes will say that, but for something, for me, it's a little more. It's like, it just seems so weird and cheesy is the word that comes <laughs> yeah, to mind. Like, I, just, I'm watching it the whole time, like, why do they just fucking say it? Why do they have to <laughs> sing it? <laughs> right. Why does this whole genre exist? Yeah, I don't why know, are why, they singing it? Why is this, why is musical <laughs> theater even a thing? I mean, come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> And meanwhile, the majority of Mike and Tony listeners are musical fans. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I get blown up with Sorry. emails. People are defending musicals. <laughs> yeah. No. Tune out if you yeah. like musicals. That was a no, good, actually. Good. The Shining was a good. Great movie. One of my favorites, man. Can you imagine if they did like a musical of um, uh, what was, what was the one with the poltergeist? They made poltergeist? like a. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's a newer one. Oh, I can't believe I'm thinking of this. Uh, I am totally drawing a blank. It was one. It was just a couple, and it was filmed. They tried to make it seem like it was real. This is a few years back. The paranormal activity. Paranormal activity. Yeah, I was trying to imagine because I started thinking about how weird it is to do a scary movie as a musical, and I was like imagining like paranormal activity as a musical. Could you imagine? There I'm was um digressing into nonsense. Well, there was an opera. It was like. What was it? Phantom of the Opera? No, it was like a explicit opera, like movie sort of deal where me and my wife watched it. It was like the Blood Opera or something like that. Mm. It was like a Repo. It's called Repo. That's right. Repo. The Genetic what? Opera is what it's called. Mm. Repo, the Genetic Opera. And it was again, it was basically what it was about. It's about the future. And people are have body parts that are leased out to them, and if you don't make your payments, you lose your body part. The repo man comes, and takes your body part from you. What? Yeah. Oh, that's a crazy concept. Yeah. So it was an opera, though, dude. I'm like, <laughs> that's I was like, like the most bizarre thing I could think of. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it gets out there. An Just opera different. where they're singing, and it's about the body part repo man coming to get his yep get your body parts and that's what it's literally called repo the genetic opera a rock opera wow i mean there was one in britain recently that was a musical where people got all bent out of shape because it was um nude people and they were like there was a rape scene i guess there was hmm. like an actual and they actually did it like yeah <laughs> the face you made is so priceless because that's exactly the reaction everybody had you're like you go to see them seen like on tv or like a movie i know they're just acting but at the same time, you're just like, Ugh. yeah, you right. But like, there is something different about seeing it like on a screen and like it's already live. happened. They fit, videotaped it. They may be using trick angles yeah. and stuff. But when you're sitting there and you're just looking, especially if you're like in the front row and you're like 20 feet away, there's like this dude rape, mo- like miming, raping a chick. Yikes! Wow, what a what a way to end this show. Episode yes. number 70. We're uh, gonna have 71 out uh, soon too. We yep. do another one in just a couple days. Yep, but definitely check out again FarmCAD. We'll keep on announcing them, you guys. June 18th, July 16th, August 20th, September 17th. All from 10 to 2, except the August 20th one. But come by, see us, see the music, see FarmCAD. It's going to be dope. And with Hell that yes. dollar, that's a wrap. Cheers. Cheers.